afternoon, my beautiful listeners. Thank you and welcome to Afternoon Drive with Raymond. It's going to be a very fantastic afternoon to those who are on the road. Please, let's drive safe. Let's get home safe. Uh, our family and friends are waiting for us at home with a very good um, smile. So I just want to say each and every one of you who has been going through the rough patch during the day this too shall pass remain strong we all have challenges in life and um, somewhere somehow it will come to an end and by the way we're going to be talking about something which is quite exciting today um, the survival strategy under the the lockdown is been almost uh, we're approaching the third month of the lockdown and we're still standing we're still strong and i believe that you have a coping mechanism there are things that you have put in place so that you can survive this lockdown you can survive um, the whole process because when you tune in on the tv there's lots of things that are busy happening there's new development there's things that are very very disturbing especially when you're looking at the increasing rate of the people who are getting infected and um, the death that we see is increasing in a very very um, tremendous rate but i know during this process there are some of the people who are becoming millionaires who are becoming more fluent in in, in getting their life together but let's talk about the coping mechanism how have you been coping how have you been been putting things in place how have you been between you and your family how have you been surviving You know, to be honest, this COVID-19 has caught us on the blind side. It has affected our life in a very, very big way, mentally, financially, and emotionally, to the point of saying it has stretched our thinking. It has stretched the way we used, we used to think. It has moved us away from the comfortable zone that we were at, which is, is the good thing. You know, to be moved off the comfortable zone that you, you know you used to because a comfortable zone it minimizes your growth it minimizes your thinking it limits everything that has to do with growth because when it came in this um, pandemic it made us uh, realize that we didn't save enough to survive we didn't um, prepare for the future but believe me it has done a lot and one of the things that I'm taking away from, I'm taking with me from this COVID-19, from this pandemic, it's save for tomorrow, prepare yourself for the future, and keep thinking, build the future, mentally, physically, and emotionally. It has stretched my thinking. I don't know about you. Let's talk about it. The number to dial is 060-525-7559. 060-525-7559. Let's talk about it. Let's hear how are you coping there. What coping mechanism, what coping strategy, what um, the things that you have put in line for the survival during this lockdown. Um, tell us, 
let's learn from your strategy your planning and let's see how you other guys out there surviving i'm going to be opening up the lines and um let's get down to business let's do this let's communicate let's let's share the ideas let's share the views let's encourage people out there who are not coping at all Yes, uh, as I just mentioned that our lines are going to be open. Um, I have the first caller on the line. Uh, Mr. Zuko, how are you? I'm very well, thank you so much. How are you? I'm fantastic, I'm fantastic. Um, To cut to the chase, I just want to ask you a very simple question. How has it been? I know there's been challenges. How are you coping with it? Uh, it's been a roller coaster because it's not something we are used to. Um, way out of the norm. Uh, we've encountered challenges such as balancing work, uh, with home chores, uh, gardening, schoolwork, and children's playtime. All of those things are some of the challenges that one has been faced with during this lockdown. lockdown. Uh, okay, that's fantastic. But now, I want to ask you something. How did you overcome these challenges and what kind of a mechanism have you utilized? Okay. Uh, firstly, we have to acknowledge that all of these cannot be these things that were a challenge cannot be outsourced because everyone is locked down. Like, for instance, we outsource the education of our children by sending them to school. We have programs that children go and uh, do extramural activities like gymnastics or soccer. All of these things, we are now faced with them at home. We have to do these things ourselves. So some of the things that we had to do was to put in place uh, a routine and have specific times for doing specific things, you see. Uh, it, it did not quite start off that easily. Everything was haphazard in the, in the beginning until we find, found our groove. Then we were able to say, okay, on such and such a day, we're doing this from this time to this time. So we had to have a schedule that everybody works around. Everybody who started pulling their weight um, and doing their responsibilities. Wow. That's... So now we found a, a, a beautiful working mechanism, which everybody is a team player. Wow, that's fantastic. So the most important thing is to become a team player in your family. Father, son, daughter, and the wife. You have to become a team player because if it's not going to be like that, then you're going to be having a serious, serious problem. That's right, yeah. Now, my next question is this. It's the most funniest one, but I like it because even me, myself, it caught me on the blind side. Um, It says... uh, 
Let's talk about the role of being a parent and a teacher at the same time. How has it been? Mm-hmm. Well, we've heard it being said that one does not appreciate what they have until it is gone. Now, our school teachers and the extramural activities, these, they, pre- they play a vital role in helping us as parents to teach our children, to raise them up in a certain way. My wife has been very good at balancing this role of, of teaching and parenting. You see, while I, I, I was struggling a lot, in fact, even to this day, I still have my moments. I tend to lose my cool, especially when my daughter tells me that um, that's not how my teacher does <laughs> That's not how my mother does you know? I know, I know. I, I've came across that situation a couple of times, and um, mm. beside my daughter saying something, that look yeah. it tells you that you know what you're doing. I don't think you even went to school, and you're forcing me to <laughs> go to school, and you know. But yeah, it's it, it's been challenging. I know. Um, you know, the only yeah. person who um experiencing the very same thing, where they're gonna be telling you about ama fractions, ne? That's it, yeah. And what's in it, Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're afraid yes, to I explain, eh? They say, my daughter says to me today, I don't like the way you are teaching this. It's difficult. Mommy makes it easy. You, no, I don't want to do it with you. Can I please do it with mommy? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I understand. It's, it's, been, it's been a tough, it's been a tough, um, mm. It's been a tough way of doing things, but we really, really like to appreciate the teachers out there. And uh, since the school are going to be opening, and uh, what we can say at the moment is say, we, we pray for them. Let them be safe and the children be safe during this process. Yes. And because yes. they really, they really need God on their side, because we don't know how yes. big this thing is. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My next question is. Um, what is the one thing that you've learned or discovered about yourself during the lockdown? Well, you know, it's a number of things, but I'll go to this main one. Uh, the realization that I truly indeed love my family and my children and the fact that they are growing really fast. I, I've spent so much time during this time to see how different my children are from the beginning of the lockdown to up until now. For me to see this in real time is amazing. The, the differences in terms of their growth, the, what they understand, what they verbalize. And my concern is that if I had not slowed down, I would have missed all of these moments. So I really uh, thank God for the lockdown because it, it has helped somebody like myself to slow down enough to hear the heartbeat of my children. Oh, to fantastic. see them in moments where I would not have seen them. So I really appreciate uh, this lockdown. Um, I realized that I don't quite have it all figured out. I need others to help me to do some of the things that I cannot achieve on my own. 
uh, I realize how important my wife is um, and the role that she's playing with raising up our children. So these are some of the discoveries I saw during this time. Ah, fantastic. I love the way you are putting it. It's um, an acknowledgement, the realization that you know what, I'm not being isolated, just uh, being isolated for a purpose to reconnect yes. with what I have started, to see the importance of the family I have. Now, before I can let you go, um, I want to ask you this last question. What? Not a yes. question, actually, just to say an advice. It's uh, what advice would you like to share to the fellow South Africans regarding the state where we, where we are in right now? I would say, fellow South Africans, do not fear and do not panic about the coronavirus itself. If it is indeed your time or my time to die, we cannot avoid that. There's a saying from Jew Jewish learning and uh, it goes like this, Gamzu Letova. Wow. Gamzu Letova. This means this too is for the good. There are two people I'd like to quote before I leave you as well. Okay. One being Rabbi Shalom Arush, yes. who says, there is nothing bad in the world. Thank God for everything, both for the good and the seemingly bad. Rabbi Shalom Arush says, there is nothing bad in the world. One ought to thank God for everything, both for the good and the seemingly bad. The other person I'd like to quote lastly is Prophet Philip Banda. Yes. He says the following, this world has an owner. There is nothing that can happen that the owner has not allowed. Wow. Those are the last words that I would leave with you. Wow, this that's... world has an owner and that there is nothing that can happen that the owner has not allowed. Wow, that's very, that's very, very profound. Thank you so much, Mr. Zukom. Thank you, Mr. Ray Thank you. All right, sir. beautiful listeners we had it that was um, uh, Mr. Zuko was sharing with us his coping mechanism how it has been being a parent and a teacher at the same time before I take my next caller I just want to to, to say you know um, our coping mechanism definitely is totally different because we are situated in a different environment um, that makes us to, to do things in a different way others they have children others they don't have so definitely our coping mechanism it will differ from one person to the next and how we feel about the whole situation is totally going to be the the different thing at all so i'm going to be uh taking the next caller and let's check we have another caller on the line uh Kat, how are you i'm good thank you how are you fantastic how has it been so far well, it's it's been a bit upside down, but but it's been good. We've made it so far. 
well in, in in few days time it will be 60 days we'll be finishing the second month of the lockdown and it's been tough it's been challenging and all that but what i want to find out from you how has it been what challenges have you come across during this um lockdown i think the challenges the biggest challenge has been as a parent you know adjusting to the fact that now you have to be almost everything you have to be a teacher you have to be a parent you have to be a nurturer you have to be a nurse you've got to be everything um so that has has really really been a challenge and also just making sure that the children understand that what's happening around them how to adjust to it how for them to actually survive it and be okay with it um and just keep your your mental health in check so those i think are the biggest challenges so far but other than that i think you know we we're doing great we're doing great wow that's fantastic during those um challenges there should be a coping mechanism that you have put in place what will that be for me it's been you know just checking in well with the children that is um with my child I've had to make sure that I check in every once in a while how he's doing how he's feeling where he's at um some of the things that I think we we translate as misbehavior is probably just acting out out of frustration out of confusion out of loneliness wanting life to be back the way it was so all of those things I needed to acknowledge and just make space for him you know make space for him to just be a human being um and as for myself I think I had to make sure that I put in checks and balances in place like you know meditating taking some time out for yourself sitting amongst nature exercising wow eating healthy you know <laughs> like basic we forget about these things I think of course yeah moments, because we we want to comfort ourselves you know Mm. So we forget to do the absolute basics which is just to make sure you you do good things to yourself even the things that you don't think are so nice like eating salads and veggies and, and fruits. Wow. So so you know you know um why I'm laughing about this matter especially the eating part. People mm. they are doing the other the other way, you know. We eat sleep we eat sleep we eat sleep it's like a a a a repeated record but you raise something which is very important that make sure that um that important thing that important vehicle you keep feeding it a very good stuff so that when this um lockdown is finished the body is ready to be in a full force absolutely absolutely but also just so that you get the lockdown you know i think we we underestimate the impact of living through a pandemic it is stressful it is pressure it is unprecedented times it's something that you're going through that you probably will not go through again in your lifetime so hopefully god god willing so so, so it's bad to know, be an inmate ne? actually it's bad to be an inmate isn't it exactly <laughs> <laughs> We're not all inmates. We're all on the same level. <laughs> There's no differences, you know. And and I think I think that's also the other thing, you know, that it has been the greatest equalizer of all time. And just understanding exactly what other people are going through and having empathy for what other people are going through. Yeah. Because then as much as, you know, we can be in the northern suburbs or in our in our cushy houses, there are people out there who are homeless. 
who are going through this pandemic and they've got nowhere to go. They don't yeah. have somewhere warm, um, a shelter that could, you know, where they could feel safe from the elements and from everything. So it, it, it's just taking into, into consideration that we're not all going through this in the same way. And we've got to have empathy for one another and just embrace other people's experiences and try and make it lighter for them. Yeah, that's true. Now, what have you discovered during this moment? Something good. Definitely in each and every mess, there's a message. There's something that you've discovered about yourself during this lockdown. For me personally, I've discovered that I I had a lot of work to do. Um, and when I say work, I'm talking about self-work. I'm talking about introspective work. And it's been the greatest time of self-discovery of trying to figure out exactly what my issues are, where do I want to go, go to the dream, realigning myself to those, the visions that I've always had, and and just trying to figure out exactly who I am and how to get through this. You know, when you're in survival mode, I think it's the best way to sort of put yourself under pressure. It's the correct pressure to, to bring out the beauty that you are. Ah, from that's, the inside. That's, yes, that's fantastic. Well, I like that so statement. Yeah, that's what this time has brought out. Yeah, I like the statement that you just that you just put now to say you were doing introspection. You needed to find out who you are. And the only time you have that time to do that is to when you have that commodity that no one can give back to you, which is time, mm-hmm. which we are all given at the moment to utilize. And um what, what would be the advice to share to the fellow South African during this moment? I would say appreciate this time. I know I did. I know, you know, we only went back to work last week. So up until then, I was literally under lockdown. It was level five. It was, um, you know, very, very strange time because yes. you couldn't go around as per normal. You couldn't do normal things that you wanted to do. Yeah, so I, I would say appreciate the time as opposed to being resentful of it, which I think we tend to do more than anything. We need to be appreciative. We need to say, okay, what is it that I'm gaining out of this time? I'm gaining time with my family. I'm gaining time with my children, which I wouldn't ordinarily have had. I'm gaining time to actually see my partner. You know, do we really have the relationship we think we do? Are we, are we in the same place? Yeah, that's Do we true. actually even know each other? You know, so this is the perfect time for all of those things to be taking place um, uninterrupted. You don't have any other excuse. Exactly. And just be with your family and just appreciate the simple things in life. Because yes. I think that's also what this time has brought out for me. Yes. I've been able to appreciate that I'm alive. Just in that simplicity, I'm alive. Ah. I'm alive, my health is important to me, my family is important to me, earning a living is important to me. So all of those things that are very important to me have been highlighted in this time. And now, I'm able to appreciate them more. Ah, fantastic. Now, let, before you go, let me tell you the funny party that I've discovered about myself. Yeah. I've managed to make time to watch Gomorra, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is good. <laughs> I think everybody managed to catch an episode or two. Seriously, I've managed to watch Gomorrah and I was like, okay, Katle Hobatung, Mara, it's okay. I love it. Thank you for, 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 for keeping me busy. 
because there's a, oh, no, there's, there's a break in between, you know, after my uh, introspection, there's a break in between, like, you know what, let me just refresh my mind and then tune in the TV. There is Katlejo Kokomora. No. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Katlejo, thank, yeah, thank I'm you. I'm glad you were able to watch. Yeah, Katlejo, thank you so much for um, allowing us to communicate with you today and for you to share how you have went through the whole process and your coping mechanism. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Like I said, each and every person have their own way of coping how they've um, survived during this lockdown and it's been tough since we're going to be approaching the third month of, of, of lockdown. It's, it's, it's never been easy. It differs from one person to the next. And before I take my next caller, I just want to, to acknowledge uh, my previous callers, um, the way they address their statement, how, how, how they do things and how they did things from the past it's it, it's been exciting how they discovered um what it's in them the introspection to be precise it has been very exciting phenomenal i like to say to each and every one of you please utilize this time to know who you are to learn more about yourself to be more creative to give yourself a thinking moment you are a thinker you can make this thing and one thing for sure i like to tell you being a thinker it's good but you need to start acting judge by the tree by the fruit that it bears you know um we say your word it's a currency when you say something do it Even though you can look at the Bible, the Bible doesn't have a book of thinking, doesn't have a, the book of procrastinating, doesn't have a book of whatever. The book that is there that I know that is going to push you to the next level, the book of Acts. Act 20, as 7, let's make things happen. COVID of COVID, life must continue. There will be a day, an hour, a second where COVID-19 will be a thing of the past. Taking responsibility as an individual, as a community, and as a nation is the best way to flatten the curve. I love my life. I will stay at home. These two shall pass. COVID-19, your days are numbered. Lara, welcome to my afternoon drive show. Ah, uh, right. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Lara, it's been tough. Uh, tough not for only individuals, but the country and the world at large. 
what were the challenges? I know we have experienced a lot of challenges. What are the challenges so, that you have come across, though? So, right, you know, if we if we touch on the fact that as a nation we need to to be standing together, I think my biggest challenge is 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 watching the news and seeing how many of the people in our country are suffering and and how many people are waiting on food parcels and on grants and it brings me to the realization that so so many of us are, are privileged in so many ways but the majority of our country is still living in dire straits yeah. and i think for me the biggest challenge is, is we're looking at our, our leaders and and the political parties in particular and the fact that they haven't they aren't coming together i mean i i take my hat off to, to president ramaphosa for what he's done because he has definitely shown this country leadership and for me it saddens me that the political parties haven't stepped in and backed him and stood together to ensure that we can find solutions to the problems that we're facing and make sure that our people are getting food parcels and that there isn't red tape to getting food parcels and to make sure that our people are getting grants and that the, the issues with the, the system aren't delaying that money getting to the people that need it. Fantastic. You know, there's one thing I can tell you for the first time, being a South African, I feel I've been prioritized as a South African, as a South African. The government has made a good um, initiative and um, they put the correct structures to make sure that South Africans comes first during this moment. And it, it makes me feel and understand that our president is it's, it's doing a very fantastic job. But now, I have, a, I have another question for you. My next question is this. Let's talk about a role being a parent and a teacher at the same time. How has it been? Okay, right. So, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I think I, I really have a newfound respect for our teachers. Um, I think that they are phenomenal, phenomenal human beings and uh, we, we, we should be really grateful for what they do for our kids. Um, it's, it's been challenging, you know. I, I, I sit in a fortunate position that my daughter has the resources to, to continue with online studying and learning and that her teachers are there to help her. Um, but it, it definitely, I think, is a challenge to, to try and manage everything at home. Yeah. But so far, we, we, we've coped, you know, we've coped with, with it. Um, I just, I feel, as I've said to you again, Ray, that I, I definitely do feel I am privileged in so many ways to be able to still con- continue working from home, to have my daughter continue learning online from home. Okay. Um, I, I'm pretty grateful for that. And I think there's so many people in our country who, who aren't in that position. So, so what you're saying is this, we need to give a very high praise to um, the teachers who are out there, you know, who are being there for our kids. Because, Most you know, definitely. Be, because I, I just spoke to Kate right now. She said to me, you know, I didn't know how important the teachers are. And in a point of saying, you know what, they're doing a wonderful job. The stuff that I'm doing now with my child, whew. It's one of those challenging things. Exactly, Ray. I think I think a lot of the time as, as parents, we have to Google what our, what our kids are learning <laughs> to try and teach them. <laughs> oh, there comes Google. Now, I just want to ask you something. Um, 
in each and every mess there's a message and during this lockdown definitely there's something good that came out of you what have you discovered about yourself during this lockdown so so i think what i've discovered is that no matter what challenges come come my way as long as i maintain my faith in god and my inner peace i can overcome anything and and if i'm not able to physically be giving people hope in person i think what i've learned is that using your social media and using your whatsapp and and phoning people is also a good way of continuing that hope you wow. know letting people yeah. know that you're there and that we are going through a difficult time but together we will overcome yeah no that's true I, I, I understand that you know what um, this COVID-19 it has caught us on the blind side but um, it has done a good out of it to the point where we're starting to acknowledge the people we're staying with the, the friendship that we have with people how important it is mind you we are people of a physical connection we physical Correct. contact and now since the distance it tells you whether how important that person is in my life. So even calling is you can feel it that it's not good enough. I feel like seeing this person and telling this person that I love you and give you a hug. You know that? Yes, right. 100%. I think you've touched on something. You know, the fact that you can actually go out and you can embrace people. Um, that's something that in our society, we, we can't let fall to the wayside. We need to make sure that we, we keep our social distancing for now. We overcome this virus together, but we don't, you don't lose that physical contact with one another. You know, connections are, like you say, so important. Yeah. And, um, and a way to spread love is to, as you say, embrace one another. So exactly. we definitely as a society need to keep in mind that we, we can't allow that, not having that embracing of one another and loving one another being part of a, a, a new normal yeah exactly it's gonna be hard but it's it, it's okay for, for for life's sake we will have to follow the regulations now um what advice would you give to fellow south african regarding the state that we're in okay so what i'm gonna say to people who are staying at home firstly i'm gonna say to people you know the most vulnerable in our society need to stay home and we need to protect the most vulnerable in our society, which means those people who are um, who are older, those who have underlying conditions, and those people who have compromised immune systems. It is our responsibility to ensure that our loved ones and, and, and our family, which is South Africa as a large, are looked after. And then second to that, I'm going to say, Ray, that this is, this is my advice, that as long as you put your faith and trust in God, no matter what you face, you will overcome anything. And we need to look to one another to, 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 you know, to have that empathy for one another and to walk in each other's shoes and to truly show that we, we love each other and we are willing to, to do whatever we need to to make sure that our society and that our country comes out of what we face in currently. Thank you so much, Lara. Um, thank you for 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 for, for joining us. Um, it means a lot. Your words has encouraged me. I know it has encouraged uh, some of our listeners out there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ray. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.
you heard it my beautiful listeners this was um Lara who um she's running a uh, an organization called Africa Uplift Africa yeah yeah Uplift Africa and um she's very concerned about fellow South Africans as you could hear and it's something that is quite touching when you see fellow South Africans out there not receiving what they're supposed to receive it's 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 been tough it's been a a, a rough patch to each and every one of us and Lara was one of the last callers but before I can close this show I would put one and two words on my side I have I have discovered myself in a very tremendous way I have seen stuff in me that I think if I would have changed earlier I would have been far but I really appreciate that I've discovered that you know um we we as human beings we have our time up downs how we communicate with people how we don't pay attention I learned to be patient you know you sit you listen to your mother she's talking and you're like you know what she, she she's really building me up but i never had that moment before where i sit with her and listen thoroughly word to word and it's been it's been hectic but i learn to be patient and during the learning process of being patient i have learned to listen it is very important listening is a skill listening it's something that will take you from one step to the next if you can be a good listener definitely you're going to be a good leader to the point of saying if you can listen well it becomes simple to implement what uh, you were listening to step by step or word to word but if you're not a good listener then you're going to have a serious problem so being a good listener and learning to become patient when someone is talking it made me realize how important um, other people are and how important it is these um, two factors listening and um, being patient and um I just want to say to each and every one of you who's listening thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much it means a lot um that uh we're still standing it's great that we're still standing it's been fantastic it's been hard at the same time but here we are we're still standing we're still making things to happen in our lives and this is the time and the moment where we are preparing as much as life will never be the same but we need to be prepared let's prepare ourselves let's fix those plans that we wanted to achieve it's not yet over we still have time opportunity and um, strong faith to make sure that whatever that we have started what we have thought last year that i'm going to do it this year you can still do it during this moment in time there are people who are becoming millionaires how are they doing it is because of they have put up or they have put in or they have wear in a mentality of positivity that as long as i'm still breathing there's still opportunity and there's still a chance our next show 
this is what we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about habits Ooh, habits habits is it's, it's it's one of those things um to enlighten you what i'm saying when i'm talking about habits we're going to be talking about different habits the habit of asking the habit of manipulating people the habit of being ooh, center of attraction you want to be seen the habit of 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 of, of being that person you know there's a good habit there's a bad habit we're going to be talking about those things uh in the next coming show thank you so much i love you guys this is mbs mind body and soul and knowledge worth sharing the voice of hope the voice of inspiration the voice of encouragement ciao